dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan and this is my co-host Heather Parry. Hi. Hi. How are your tits looking today? So fucking good. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> You'll never live that down. I know. It'll be like I'm quite happy with it. I was once traveling in Thailand and my best friend at the time caught me looking at my own butt in the mirror and then slapping it. <laughs> I feel like if I ever meet a teenage scream listener. The first thing they're gonna do is just check. Are her tits all right? Yeah, they're good. Okay, cool. It's fine. I'll understand. So, Kirsty, what are we doing today? We are doing amnesia. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. Shall I do trailers? Professional. Thanks. By Sinclair Smith, who, as you may have noticed, had one hit and one miss. Will amnesia be a hit or a miss? A hit or a miss. <laughs> I can't make words today. <laughs> I'm going to have you describe the cover, but I'm also going to point out I really like this colour scheme. Yeah, me too, actually. So the colour... The, the, fucking hell, Kirsty. The cover is mostly green and a very nice green. I have a milk jug that colour of green. It's a er sort of bright forest green, I would say. Yeah, it's erring towards teal a tiny bit. Mm, I think it's really beautiful. And then the bottom half of the cover is red. Cherry red. Well, I don't know what I'm saying in that voice. And then it's got big silver kind of jaggy writing that says amnesia. And then the main image is of a big sharp knife and it is being stabbed or has been stabbed into a jigsaw piece. And the tagline says, sometimes it's safer to forget. Which I quite like. Yeah. It's quite creepy. The whole cover is quite good if kind of a well, yeah. I really like the colour scheme as well. I, I like think this is a scheme. good cover. I think it could do with being a better actual picture. Do you think? Yeah, I think I like so. It. I was just going to say that the spine is a different type of green, but it's just where it's been faded. It's just by faded, the sun, isn't it? Yeah, because it's really old. Yeah. It's been on my shelf and probably other people's shelves since 1996. 19... Yeah. Mm. <gasps> Copyright Donna Smith. Yeah, we. We realised that last time. Did we? <clears throat> Did you have amnesia? I remember everything <laughs> that's happening all of the time. Yep. Uh, shall we dig right in? Let's do it. They say both reaching for coffee. I know. We just sort of randomly put this after the fever, but it sort of starts out quite similar. It does, yeah. Which Except wasn't on purpose. Much better. Oh, do you think? Yeah. I also read this one first because I read them out of order. So maybe that clouded it a little bit. Um, let's jump straight in then. Okay, so we start with a nameless girl waking up in a hospital with people sedating her. <gasps> That's creepy. Yeah, and very much like the fever. You've mentioned that. Maybe this is why you didn't like the fever so much. No, no, it was <laughs> <laughs> okay. there, were, there were legitimate reasons there. Um, and people are pinning her down as well. We quickly find out this is because she's been in an accident and has amnesia. <sighs> And a badly twisted ankle. Okay. 
So Odd combination. Remember that. Okay, I'm remembering. Remember that one. We, hey, will ah. you? Hey, we both reached for that at the same oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Um, a, a Dr. Kellogg. <laughs> Dr. Kellogg. Yeah, I did really struggle to say that. Why was that it's funny? It's just a funny name, isn't it? Is it? Dr. Kellogg. Is it? Also, did you know that, um, what are they called? The normal Kellogg's? Give me a fucking clue. <laughs> what are they called? Conflicts. The normal. Okay. <laughs> the, Have the, more coffee, Heather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've not been sleeping a lot. Um, <laughs> Kellogg's conflicts were invented to stop people wanting to masturbate so much. Yeah, Did I you know that? that? It's weird, isn't it? Isn't that fascinating? I feel so horny when I have conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss, Dr. <laughs> Kellogg. <laughs> Horn flakes. Horn flakes. Oh, flakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flakes part. That's the, the old bits of dried cum. Oh, oh no. Me. Also, what is it about corn that you think would stop people? Is it because it's so unnutritious that you just think they wouldn't have the energy? Because it makes you need a poo? Corn. Doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. So you're just horny and need a poo all the time. Corny. Oh. That can be what corny is. Oh. Corny is when you're horny and you need a poo. That would because be porny. I'm really digging a fucking hole right now. Anyway, Let's climb out. Back to the... <laughs> so Dr. Kellogg uh, tells her not to masturbate. No. Uh, tells her that her name is... <laughs> Whatever you do... I made a laugh cough there. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't wank. Um, I feel like if a doctor said that to me, I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, what's he going to... What happened? Blows over. What's happened? What did you put on my hand? I'd be like, I've done it loads, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they meant that you could never have. I think it would mean from now on. Although I don't know why. Anyway, Uh, yeah. Moving on. Hello, back. Shake it off. Fucking hell. (laughs) Uh, Her name is Alicia, according to her bracelet. That's how they know that. Um, And she's been found wandering next to the highway, covered in blood. Ooh. Um, she also says, uh, perhaps unhelpfully, that there may be a psychological rather than physical reason that she can't remember anything. Because there's something that happened might be so traumatic. Psychosomatic. I don't know if that's a really helpful thing to say to someone who's trying to remember stuff. Do you not think it would be reassuring that you would be like, you, you're not sort of brain damaged? No, but you might be so psychologically fucked up by something awful that's happened to you. That's why it says on the cover sometimes it's safer to forget. Yeah. She pretty much, she gives us a very strange advice. This Although doctor, maybe she? we should do like anti-content warning. She actually hasn't had some kind of massive trauma. So if you're concerned and you want to stop listening because you think she's going to have had a horrible trauma, she actually hasn't. So should don't we, worry. Should we do a list of other things not in the book? <laughs> <laughs> that could be triggering. No. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't realise you were going to say triggering. So I was going to be like, well, there's no elephants. <laughs> No blue balloons. No mussels. No. <laughs> I mean, people have mussels. I meant the, the seafood. The food, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's not a seafood. That's not very nice. There is mussels, some is it? Fucking Creatures weird... that live in the sea. There's some weird food in here. Yeah. Like, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, if, if you're hungry, you won't be. Yeah, so the doctor says like a bunch of really weird shit, which I don't think is okay. <laughs> like, she said she should stop He doesn't the... actually tell her to not masturbate. No, but uh, I think it's a she, the doctor. Oh. You sexist. I am so sexist. <laughs> it's because I was picturing Kellogg. <laughs> Dr. Kellogg. Sorry. Could have been a, uh, no, it's definitely a woman. No, definitely a man. Yeah, they let women do these things now. 
No. Yeah. What if they get their periods? <laughs> no must be. <laughs> Just put a towel down. Yeah. Uh, You're like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do it in the shower. Anyway. So this doctor says, um, those dark circles under your eyes will go. Until then, you'll look like a model. Is that a joke about anorexia? No. D- doesn't it mean after then? Like, you'll be beautiful after then. No, no. He says, until then, you'll look like a model. Oh, that's weird. Because like, models that... have shadows under their eyes? Well, if you don't eat, you get really... You get a lot of black circles on your eyes. Do you? Really, really dark circles on your eyes, yeah. Why? Some kind I can't of remember. nutritional deficiency. Yeah, and also, like... Um, yeah, I don't know why that is. Actually, oh, that's but... a weird thing yeah, to say. Yeah, and I was like... What? Did you just... Did you... A medical doctor... Hmm. Make a joke about eating disorders and a book for teenagers i mean if we're gonna talk about how food is discussed in point of horror that's a fucking phd thesis right there yeah let's do that let's get because it's weird there's so much food shaming and fat shaming in point horror books yeah this one not so much but Mm -hmm. he's just some of the other ones remember the bowls of cottage cheese (laughs) the multiple bowls of cottage cheese. she didn't even eat Mm. (laughs) anyway he also says she should stop being such a warrior Imagine that. Hey, so let me just run down for the things he said. Uh, number one, Alicia. We think that's your name because it's on your fucking wrist. Well, you woke up by the side of the road covered in blood. Uh, but don't worry. Don't be such a warrior. You've just got no memory because something might have been so traumatic that you've blocked it out. But don't worry. We're not going to arrange any kind of therapy for you. There is no psychologist coming to speak to you. You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, but until then, you'll look like you've got a serious eating disorder. So, mm. just don't be such a warrior. That's don't not very be. helpful, is it? <laughs> so it's like, bless it, my lovely mum, Mama Logan, she's a darling. But um, the other day, I was just having a really low day, and she was like, how are you feeling? I was like, oh, I'm just feeling a bit down today. And she was like, oh, don't. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> And I know she just wants her kid to be happy all the time, but I'm also like, what am I supposed to do? Just like okay, flip the happy switch. I think I'll cheer up now. Oh, I feel better now. Thanks. Have you tried not being depressed? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'll change that now. Okay, then. My favourite is when you show up to someone and someone goes, hiya. Oh, God, you look tired. Oh, I know. Like, I know. I feel awful. It's even worse if you actually don't feel tired and you're like, oh, I thought I looked quite nice today. Okay, bye. Oh, my God, that reminds me of... Um, I follow Ro- Roxanne Gay on Twitter, and I'm a big fan of her attitude towards people, mm. <laughs> which is just not to take any of their shit. Um, and someone commented on a picture of her and said, as a fellow woman with bad hair, Ooh. I think you look great here. And Roxanne just retweeted it and said, I thought my hair looks fine. What a weird thing to say. Why would you say that? I think Roxanne Gay's hair is absolutely fine. I've never noticed her hair. Why would you say that? <laughs> it was a woman. What a weird thing to say. The shit but she people... hasn't sort of publicly spoken about her hair, has she? Not that I know of. The people sh- shit say... Sorry. <laughs> the No, yeah, the shit people. The yeah. shit that shit people say oh, yeah, yeah. to Roxanne Gay is astounding. It really is. They do, and I remember, I'm not going to name drop her because I don't know if she would want me to, but um, a very successful and very lovely writer that I did an event with sort of said to me privately that a few people had messaged her to say that she looked fat in her author picture. Why would you do that? Was it Robot Stein? (laughs) 
fucking makes sense, wouldn't it? Maybe. God. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh that's so awful. Like, why do you think... What, the arrogance of that gets me. Like, that you think a random woman who doesn't know you should be so concerned with your opinion that you're going out of your way to let them know. I know. Oh, my word. I feel like maybe if it's something that you've, like publicly commented on like lately I've been talking a lot because I've been doing treatment for my acne and my skin's like very clear and perfect at the moment so I've been like talking about it online and I feel like if someone sort of commented and said hey so as a fellow acne sufferer your skin looks really nice here I feel like I wouldn't love that but I would think it's okay hmm. because at least it's something that I've publicly acknowledged yeah. but if they just commented being like as a fellow person with ugly feet or whatever, I'd be like, well, I don't have ugly feet, what? Yeah. As a shit hair person, you're I, like, my hair's great. I know, what a thing to say. People, man. Anyway. So. Just if you think her hair looks great, just say her hair looks great. Yeah. You don't have to have it a backhanded compliment like that. Yeah, so weird. So weird. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Or just don't focus on her hair and listen to what she's saying. Yeah, just maybe just don't. Shut your fucking mouth is how I feel about a lot of <laughs> Not people Not everyone year. needs to know what you specifically think about a thing. Is it interesting or helpful what you're saying right now? No, no, fine. Don't say it, fine. Um, so Alicia should just stop worrying uh, because her sister is coming to get her. Her sister has told him that her name is Alicia Taylor and she lives in a place called Grimley. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you get by? Grimly. <laughs> that reminds me of um, I once went to visit my friend at uni, and she, uh, I was on the bus, and the bus was going to a place called Greasby, and it really made me laugh. Mm. And then I realised Greaseborough is right next to where I'm, <laughs> but I never Greaseborough. I've never thought about it in that same way, but they're all pretty grim, Greasy. grimly names, aren't they? Grimly. Green um. Also, Greasby. so what this girl just says, she's her sister. Yes. So. There's no, no police have been called, no. even the fact that she's been found covered in blood, deeply traumatised by the side of the road. Nobody's phoned the police. She hasn't spoken to a psychiatrist. And apparently some random can just take her home. She should just stop worrying about it. <laughs> she should just stop being such a worrier. I think we've also skipped over... I'm going to point it out. Have you got this on your list for later? <laughs> no, this is, oh my God, my favourite line in this whole book. Are we ready? The nurse's face lit up like an electrified smiley button. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Electrified smiley button. What's an electrified smiley button? Well, a smiley actually, button or a smiley button? <laughs> think it, it's the Nirvana smile, isn't it? Except not with the not with the cross eyes. That would have been like Acid House and Nirvana. That smiley face mm. would have been everywhere in the nineties. So they clearly mean that. Electrified. Electrified. Do they mean a like button? Like a glow up one. A smiley button. Why not a badge? I think a button is a badge in America. Oh right, yeah. I don't know what they call a button that you do your shirt up with though. Also a button, but a different one. Electrified. <laughs> well, you touch it and you get a shock. The nurse's face lit up like an electrified smiley button. Also, that's a terrible. <laughs> try and do that. That was like... horrible. <laughs> Are you ready? I'll take my glasses off. Oh. <laughs> oh, I heard that in my ear. <laughs> That was a lot. That was horrible. Your jaw was going to come Ugh, out. I know. I think I dislocated my jaw for a second there. Electrified <laughs> smiley button. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the sister, Marta, shows up. <laughs> and she's dressed all in black. <laughs> Not just all in black. <laughs> Go on. She's wearing a head-to-toe black cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is all fine. <laughs> and then... 
Alicia's first reaction is to go, no, no, you're not my sister. I know who you are. I've seen you before. You're not my sister. <laughs> and yet... <laughs> Everyone's like, stop worrying. Stop worrying. with that random word. <laughs> She's wearing a full-length cloak. That's not a problem. <laughs> you don't know anyone. You're both young. Your first reaction has been one of screaming terror. <laughs> and you're covered in blood and traumatised and have amnesia. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So they brush it off um, and then they go home. They're you. They're like, not my circus. No, <laughs> There's no duty of care whatsoever. Fine. I don't and, even know her. <laughs> yeah, who is this girl? Um, also, weird shit. The doctor says, um, you know what might be fun for the two of you? This is where you need that pin badge you got me, which said, uh, thanks, random man, your opinion is noted. Mm. Um, you know what might be fun for the two of you? When you get home... Naked maybe... pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> maybe your sister can take you for a haircut. I think a, no- a nice short style would be nice. Why are you fucking telling her to Don't cut her Don't comment hair? on people's hair. Yeah, my God. Robot, get out of the book. Get out of Roxanne. Person on Roxanne's Twitter. Stop commenting on people's hair. Stop being in the Point Horror book. Yes. Saying that shit to kids. Why are you saying that? Can I also just question why this hospital is so creepy? I was like, this whole book, I was like, something's really suspicious about the hospital. It's actually nothing to do with the hospital. No. But why is it so creepy? And they don't care. And like, they don't, they're not. Why did they let her go home with Cloak Lady? (laughs) After she screamed in her presence. So weird. Try a little bit to do your job. Do you feel like if you were the doctor and someone came in and she was like, no, no! And then they said, why did you scream? And she's like, I don't really know. Would they be like, you should definitely go with her. Get a haircut. (laughs) Stop worrying about it. Get a bob. Solves all your problems. Get the Rachel. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? If I... Fucking Rachel. if If I was in the park and someone called their dog over and the dog's reaction was to like cower away i would be like oh i'm not letting you take that dog Mm. like we're going somewhere because i don't think that's right if it was a person having that reaction definitely not weird anyway speaking of weird marta drives uh alicia home and she's very overly cheery in this sort of like stepford wife way isn't she Mm. like oh we'll have the best of time and she says that they, um, they're the best of friends and Alicia doesn't really have any other friends and doesn't really like boyfriends and that she mainly spends her time with Marta and the two of them do a lot of crosswords. Now, mm. is this one of your middle-aged women as a teenager characters? Well, I'm confused about this because she doesn't describe what um, Marta looks like apart from being cloaked, <laughs> completely cloaked, um, like the Grim Reaper, apparently. Because the I'm Grimly like... Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how old is she? Because she says to Alicia that she's got some high-powered job. She's like a big executive at a company. And this isn't odd. She doesn't say like, oh, she seems young to be a high-powered executive. But she also assumes that Marta lives with her parents. Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, so she's old enough that you don't think it's weird that she's a high-powered executive. But she's young enough that you assume she lives with her parents. I thought she was like 19. But then would you not be like, how is she a high-powered executive at 19? No, I would be like, why is someone describing their own job as a high-powered executive? Because <laughs> that's what she does. She's just, she just like, I'm, a, I'm an executive at a company. It's like, 
okay. At That's 19. Like, that, you might as well say, I leave the house in the mornings um, and do a job that earns me money. Like, yeah. that's, there's no content there. An executive suggests high-powered. I think she says high-powered executive yeah. as well. Anyway, I don't know how old she's meant to be. No, it's right? It's really unclear. <clears throat> the whole thing's quite weird. Anyway, um, Martha tells her that she's been in a coma for four months. Now, what have, what have we heard already that would suggest that's not the case? I don't know. Badly sprained ankle. Oh, you're so clever. No, because why would she? I didn't even notice that. Why wouldn't it be healed? It wouldn't work. Hmm. Why um, doesn't she realise that? <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> why does she go home with Cloak Lady? Why oh God, no! so many things? Oh, no, I will. No, it's fine. Let's go and do some crosswords. I'm over it now. It's fine. Something traumatic happened to me, and I had that reaction to you, but I'll definitely go home. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been in a coma for four months, and bad news time, Marta says that their parents both died in the crash she was in. <sighs> Which, we'll come back to how fucked up this is later on. Um, and for these reasons, she's not going to be going back to school until next year. Creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, she says she's a top executive. <laughs> that is exactly the sort of thing a top executive, executive would say. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Do that for money. Um, so then it gets really weird. So they go in there and it's like a, I imagine it like an old person's house. Oh yeah. And completely. having that smell. Mm-hmm. And everything's brown velour. Yeah. And she won't let Alicia open the curtains because it's bad for the furniture. She is an old woman. Plus on the down. couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very brown. Yeah. And like uh, faded green. Like I can, mint. I can smell that house already. It's awful. Yeah. Brown and mint mm-hmm. are the two colours. Ooh, with a little bit of orange. Ooh, like burn, burnt sienna. Burnt orange. <laughs> yeah. Burnt sienna curtains. Yeah, yeah, like Ooh. the inside of the quality streets. <laughs> That's a really weird, good description. It's very specific, yeah. It's almost like I'm a writer. And it gets just stranger and stranger as well, so... Uh, no curtains open because it's bad for the furniture. Um, and she says that her favourite food are liverwurst sandwiches. Ugh. I don't even really know what a liverwurst is. Is it just a sausage made of liver? That sounds horrible. Of beef liver? <laughs> Cow? Beef liver. Cow liver? I don't... I mean, it must be. Pork liver? Pork. A sausage is usually pork. Yeah. So I, I've ca- not eaten meat for over a decade. Pig, pig liver. Pig liver. Oh, that doesn't sound right, does it? Uh, sandwiches. Yeah. It's a hot dog, isn't it? <laughs> No, but isn't it in slices? Is it? Yeah, like ham. Ooh. Oh, I see what you mean, like processed yeah. meat. Okay. Like, a, like salami. I think it's like salami. Yeah, okay. But then Alicia's like, I don't want to eat that. So mm. unusual that that's my favourite food. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of clues that this main character does not engage with. Yes. I mean, it's fairly <laughs> obvious from the very, very start early on, yes. What's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to this, all the clothes in her room are brand new and super plain. And everything in her room is basic and nothingy. Mm. So, so all, the, so all the stuff, all the stuff that's new mm. and not your style. Mm. And the food you don't like 
and you're not allowed any friends and you're not going to school. And you screamed the <laughs> first time you saw her wearing her full length cloak. <laughs> and she's provided no proof that she's a relative of yours. Why was she allowed to take her home? Genuinely, why? Yeah, because it's point horror. Okay. That's why. <laughs> but then, so Marta shows her a photo album of them when they're kids, the two of them, playing together, gambling, that sort of thing. Not gambling, I meant like not a Vegas. lamb. Not gambling. Not like, yeah. like a lamb rather than a, an American man. Um, but nothing new, nothing more recent than that. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Wonder what. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> and then Alicia hears Marta on the phone telling someone they can't speak to Alicia because she's away visiting relatives. She's not. That's not true. That's a lie. <gasps> so, at this point, I would probably have run away from screaming. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I really want a pizza. And Marta says, you don't like pizza. And I'd be like, come on. Who doesn't like pizza? <laughs> Who doesn't like pizza? Also, it's like saying that you don't like curry. There are so many different types. Yeah. That it doesn't make sense to say that. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say pizza's my favourite, but surely, basically, well, yeah. no one would say that they didn't like it full stop. Just bread and tomato and cheese. Yeah, you might be like, I don't like that one that's got the hot dogs and the crust. Yeah. Because <laughs> that sounds Fair play. I think about that pizza a lot. Why? Because it's so fucking hideous. It's so wrong. There is something... Like, do you find that it, it must be harder and harder to be a comedian? It must be harder and harder to spoof things. How are you going to fucking spoof a hot, a hot dog pizza? I think there's a lot about Donald Trump. How do you spoof him? We don't. We're living in, we're living in a satire world. Yeah. Because it's already like Kanye West. How are you going to spoof him? You can't. Which is their strength. Mm. Because you can't critique them. And you can't take the piss out of them. Because they're already doing it. Yeah. That's why I reckon satire won't really be having anything. And it's why fucking SNL isn't funny. I mean, SNL is funny for about 20 years. I don't get the SNL thing. Why do people like it? I've seen one sketch that I ever thought was funny, and it had Russell Brand in it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, the one I did think was funny was when um, Kate McKinnon was Justin Bieber. That was funny. Actually, no, the only really funny one is when um, Just After Beyonce brought out Formation, and there was a white woman watching the telly, and she turned around and she went, Oh my God! And her husband goes, what? And she goes, Beyonce's black! <laughs> <laughs> but then they will make that last for 10 minutes yeah at which point it's not funny anymore I think they've just got a lot of space to fill yeah. and when you've got a lot of space to fill it can't all be good or any of it <laughs> <laughs> but people love it so obviously we're missing something what do they people voted, people like Coldplay voted for the Nazis <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> anyway. God, people do like Coldplay what's people wrong with people do like Coldplay Speaking of Beyonce, I thought it was really funny that year when she did the Super Bowl halftime show. And then there's Bruno Mars. You don't get paid for that. Do you not? No. Is it the super, the one that uh, Maroon 5 just did? Yeah. That, you don't get paid for doing that. Really? Yeah. Ridiculous. Why does anyone do it? Why does Beyonce doesn't do anything, surely, not getting paid. No, I don't know. Anyway, she did this amazing... I'm not a massive Beyonce fan, but she did like... I feel like everyone will be screaming at their thing, you do get paid! I don't fucking know, right? I don't work for Super Bowl. I read that you don't get paid for it. So Beyonce did this amazing uh, performance of Formation, and they were wearing like Black Panthers-inspired outfits, and they were all like black women behind her, and it was really powerful and important. And then there was Bruno Mars, who I'm not a huge fan of, but like he's a good performer of his own music. And then at the end, they did this like dance off. 
and then they after they'd done that they were singing and they went to the front and then just Chris Martin came in the fucking middle in a oh, t-shirt and jeans off. <laughs> it's like you should be so ashamed of yourself Standing the age next of the to... mediocre white man has passed. Yes. Move out of the way, Chris Martin. You're, you're 90s and it's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the story. Anyway, Maroon 5 also. Yeah, Maroon I, 5... feel, I feel sad for Maroon 5 because they're nobody's favourite. <laughs> they're nobody's second favourite. I they're, used like, to... they're fine. If they came on the radio, I wouldn't switch it off. But they're nobody's favourite. I used to know a guy who was friends with the lead singer. And this guy was a prick. So mm. I can only assume that guy's a prick. He seems like a prick. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Robbie Williams, who is definitely a prick. Can you name a Maroon 5 song? <laughs> Any. <laughs> this Love. Okay, one. Sun, something about Sunday? I've, Sunday morning? I don't know any. There's two, right? I can just make them up then. Um, traffic Light. Oh, Elephant that one. Hat. <laughs> what a hit. What did we do today? You These wanna, are all Maroon 5 songs. You want to be careful, they'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Kirsty Logan 2019. Yeah. You can't have those. <laughs> can't have those, whatever your name is. I don't even know the lead singer's name. Maroon. He's I love that they could... those five of them are all called Maroon. <laughs> Maroon. <laughs> I love that they they so couldn't get anyone good that they had to have Maroon Five. But then people <sighs> like them. It's like Coldplay, also nobody's favourite. Be suspicious if someone says Coldplay are their favourite band. I wouldn't. Their favourite flavour is vanilla. I like vanilla. It's not your favourite. Probably not. Of all flavours, of all possible flavours, <laughs> you're not going to pick vanilla, are you? Oh, yeah. No. No, I wouldn't. Don't be silly. Salted caramel. Alicia is stuck in this weird household. And I do mean stuck. Like the she, brown sausage house. The brown, the brown liverwurst house. Oh, Christ. Um, and Marcia is, of course, a top executive, so she must go to work. Um, and one day, Alicia sneaks out with some keys that she's found and goes into town to get some groceries, taking money from the piggy bank. <gasps> Is that theft? Yeah, kind of. Well, she said but she's going to... forced into it. She said she's going to, like, buy food for them with it yeah. as well and that she'll pay it back. She goes into the pizza parlour. She does like pizza. She does. She finds that out. And there's a guy with a scar on his face and a piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Evil. He must be a bad man. <laughs> scar on his Scooby-Doo. face. Come on. Do you know what? I've got a scar on my face. You can't. You can't really see it anymore. But it used to be really prominent when I was a teenager, um, because I used to play. Uh, I was playing Rambo. At junior and infants Aww. once, and took something to my face. Um, but yeah, it's still there. But I don't think I'm evil. Moving on. <laughs> Snap. Tina Fey's got a scar in her face. She's not evil. She's not evil. Although she's not. She keeps saying things that oh, are she not problematic. Great. Why is she is everyone fucking problematic fave? Yeah. Oh well. Nobody's perfect. She's not great about like sex workers. Okay. Which is, you know, she's a bit old now, so that's a generational I thing, mean, isn't it? Nobody gets it right all the time. Neither do we. I'm sure I've got some opinions that others would consider problematic, depending on what your opinions are. Good point, yeah. Because everyone's got different opinions. That's what they're all about. (laughs) Opinions with Kirsty (laughs) Lowe. I have some, you have some. Moving on. (laughs) So, creepy scar man face. What's that thing? Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got got them, but you don't have to know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make anyone look directly at it. Um, And also, so she's having a bit of a wander around, decided she likes pizza, getting spied on by this creepy man because he's got a piercing. And she sees Marta working 
in a library. What a fucking scab. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone in the library is on strike. <laughs> what a usual word. <laughs> Don't know why I said that. Also, um, the phrase grimly public library really made me laugh. Oh, nice. Grimly, grimly public. public. <laughs> As opposed to politely private library. How's your opinion? It's grimly, grimly public. public. <laughs> I like that. I feel like almost everything I do is grimly pro- public. I feel like a grimly public library is like... So Everyone's picture this. I've got a full-length overcoat on, <laughs> but no, no, no clothes on underneath. And I open the overcoat and there's all books inside and my naked body. Grimly public library. <laughs> Take a book. Ah, reach in. <laughs> See what flaps you might find. In oh, there. <laughs> sorry. You had to do oh, it, didn't you? Because I'm grimly public, and everyone must know the thoughts in my head. Everyone would just be so transfixed by my perfect <laughs> boobs, anyway. <laughs> Are we going to talk about your boobs all the time? Yes, now? please. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, one. I think that's in her favour that she works in a library, uh, but the fact that she's lying about it, you should be proud of that. People who work in libraries are great. Yeah. So don't lie about it. Um, That's my kind of alternate job, my alternate dream job. Working in a library. Yeah. I love my local library. They're great. Mm, um, shout out to Fakra. Shout out to Langside. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Alicia buys a canary. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a bit rude as well. Also, we've read enough Point Horrors now that every time a pet appears, we're die. like, oh, God. A bird's going to die. Um, yep. And then Scarman chases her. She, so it's she's the Scar It's the man. <laughs> Waiting down the street. <laughs> um, so she runs into a video store, because uh, it's the 90s, and she meets a cute guy there called Mark. Why do you always have to do your best date with a cute, cute guy? guy called Mark. Um, and she has a little chat to him, but then she has to run home before Marta gets home. Um, I'm, I, if David came home with a canary, and a huge <laughs> canary. <laughs> imagine him coming home with a canary. Look. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> Got your bird. I don't want I feel it. like we should clarify that he calls you bear, not that he would have brought a bear. <laughs> Got go bear. Got bear. And a, a canary. <laughs> the bear's holding the canary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, straight in his mouth. <laughs> David, I don't want this death. I don't think mind. bears eat canaries, do they? I, I wouldn't like to test it. I think they can eat whatever they want. Yeah, I'm not going to be arguing with any bears. <laughs> you have it there. Um, so Alicia uh, brings this um, canary. I was going to say canary bird home. Mm-hmm. And Martha's not impressed. <laughs> Martha. Some people say tuna fish. Yeah. As opposed I... to what? Tuna hat? Yeah. Yeah. I always think that. Tuna fish, why do they do that? I don't know. Do you know what else drives me mad? And this is a real American thing. I don't know why they do this. Is it, are you going to say panda bear? No. That's annoying. It's not a bear. Isn't it? Isn't it? Wait. Go Google. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of koala bear. Oh, it's a marsupial. Yes. Well, no, the one that annoys me is 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, God. As opposed to what? 3 a.m. in the afternoon. (sighs) It's 3 a.m. or 3 in the morning. Yeah. Similarly, there is no 12 p.m. Yeah, there is. Nope. It's midday. Nope. Yes. A.m. 12 a.m. is midnight. 12 p.m. is midday. No. Yes! No, there's midnight and there's midday. P.m. means post-meridian. And 12 is the meridian. And a meridian. A.m. 
means before. So there's 11.59 a.m. and then there's 12 midday and then there's 12.01 p.m. You're annoying. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> you are correctly I'm technically correct. You are grimly public. <laughs> technically correct, which is the best time. <laughs> I am technically correct. It re- Did you push your glasses back up your yeah, nose? Yeah, the one 3 a.m. No, in the morning. No. The line between us is not what you think it is, Kirsty. All right, then, fine. You are, you are right. correct. It is, it is a very tedious thing to say, and yet it is correct. Grimly public and tediously correct <laughs> are very mediocre <laughs> rap duo. <laughs> As an editor, it's my job to know these things. All right, then. So I have to change them. Um, where the hell were we? <laughs> She's got the canary. She's got the She's canary. She's come home. So Marta's pissed off, and I think that's fair. You can't bring a pet home without first checking with the person who you've just met. No. That's like, don't give someone a dog as a present. Yeah. Don't do don't that. Don't do that. It's not cool. No. Um, especially if you've not bought it from a breeder. Get it from a rescue place. Yeah. Um, so, Alicia finds a briefcase full of credit cards and jewellery and shit. And shit. And shit. Grimly <laughs> <laughs> public. <laughs> um, and she brings this up with Marta. And Marta says, the truth is, Alicia, it's because... You're a terrible thief, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, why have you been lying to me? Well, you're a criminal mastermind. Yeah, you're a criminal. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, so, Alicia has spent some time in a mental hospital and fucked all o- over all of her friends for their money and credit cards and shit, which is why they've got loads of this. You can get shit for free. You can get <laughs> shit for free. And it's also why she can't speak to those people now because they'll come after her for doing all this, which is a masterwork of a lie, really. Yeah, that's I'll, clever. Yeah, I would be like, oh. Um, and she also has a bit of a meltdown and I'm gonna read you it because it's brilliant. Um, so they do a puzzle. <laughs> why are you staring at me when you say that? <laughs> They do just, a puzzle. I just glanced. <laughs> it felt intense. <laughs> I do feel passionate about puzzles. Um, so Marta doesn't want to do it after a while and she gets really annoyed. Um, and then she goes upstairs and then Alicia starts to do the puzzle a bit more and then Marta says, don't you dare touch those puzzle pieces. You leave them right where they are. <laughs> and then she takes the um, box and flings it at the wall. I think that's really funny. She does take puzzles seriously. <laughs> Leave them right where they are. <laughs> so it's something your mum would say if you were like, don't you dare touch those sweets. Leave them right where they are. My mum doesn't say that. <laughs> no, mine neither. <clears throat> scared of your mum? Had to put those crisps down. <laughs> that was my issue as a kid. So Marta finds that she's been out as well and loses her shit. And it's in the suitcase. <laughs> oh, that's where it is. Sorry, I'll find it again. Find it again. I'll calm down. Um, and guess what? Guess what dies, Kirsty? Could you see it coming? Hmm. It's either going to be Alicia, Marta, or the canary. Oh, oh, it's the canary. Damn. Um, it's almost like it was only there to die. Die once for hmm. for peril. Marta leaves all the windows open at night. And the canary freezes to death. Aww. Which is a pretty horrible Must way to die. Must be a cold night. Yeah, and like you'd notice, wouldn't you, if all the windows in your house were open when you went you to bed? You would think, yeah. Also, why don't you just put a hammer to it or something? Just fling it out of the window. Let it go. <laughs> all these options well, are open to you. Well, because then you can say it was an accident. Yeah, Well, because you wore all the windows blew open. She doesn't <laughs> even pretend it was an accident. We don't even know what time of year it is. 
It must be winter. Well, yeah. Or a particularly cold spring eve. Maybe. <laughs> or it's a very delicate canary. Yeah. Well, I feel like they are. Mm. Um, Alicia goes back to the hospital and finds out she wasn't in a coma for four months. <sighs> she was only out for a few days. By now, I'd be out of there. Like, yeah. Out of the house. I'd yeah, be like, I'm staying in the hospital. I'll check into a hotel. Like, can you put me under some official care? <laughs> or would you not just say, hey, listen, hospital, you let me go home with a complete stranger. <laughs> this fucking psycho. Who was wearing a fucking cape. And throwing... A, fl- a floor-length cloak. <laughs> throwing jigsaws at the wall. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> this is medical malpractice. It is. <laughs> but they don't really care. No. Just chill out. Just don't worry so much. Get a haircut. Just get... You know what will make you feel better? Get a tattoo. See how you feel. It's fine. Uh, Alicia goes to see Mark after this in her video store. And he tells her that he remembers her. But also, as if this is information, that Martha is the... Martha, sorry, is the town psycho. Well, yeah. I know that. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that she's been robbing everyone for ages. Are there town psychos? Did your town have a psycho? It was Mine me. <laughs> <laughs> we did um, the Chinese takeaway nearest to my house um, was investigated. After Sounds I'd... like there were a lot. <laughs> there were actually it wasn't even the one nearest to my house um, in the sort of village bit town where I lived, um, and it was discovered that the young girl who worked there had had an affair with the man of the couple that ran it and then they'd murdered his wife and no. buried her in the back garden shut up did you live in Brookside <laughs> all northerners are the same and it, all the north of England is Liverpool yes Brookside <laughs> I've never even seen Brookside I just feel like didn't they bury someone under a patio in Brookside yeah was it yeah, I don't know, me. I don't I know the names I've never seen it uh, but they're scouts okay. I didn't I even like know that, that. I haven't yeah. seen it uh, so, yes, let's go with that. Because okay. I don't know any information to the contrary. So. Yeah, moving on. We can just say anything happened on Brookside. <laughs> this whole book happened in yep. Brookside. Um, and also, Alicia finds Marta's diary convenient, which conveniently starts on the day that Alicia hmm. came back from the hospital. People are very honest in their diaries and books, aren't they? And then they sort I of feel like if out. I was doing a crime I was going to say performing a crime doing a crime doing a joke doing a crime (laughs) if I was doing a crime I wouldn't write about it on my diary don't write it down it's like when people uh, leave answer phone messages detailing exactly the illegal thing they've just done (laughs) come on don't do that don't do it be a robber better (laughs) be a criminal better than you're doing it or just don't rob yeah if you can manage that that would be better and don't write in your diary that you're growing more crazy and annoyed at your new sister's ungratefulness and that you're going to kill her which Marta has done so we've escalated quite a lot here now which movie is this book most reminiscent of? Misery Misery I I think that's why I like it think actually this is intentional because did you notice that Marta says things like oopsie daisy and fiddle faddle oh yeah like Annie in Misery I did write down fiddle faddle Mm -hmm. we'll get this fiddle faddle out of the way yeah Right. So I think she's on purpose like Annie Out of Misery. Are all Point Horror books rip-offs of movies? Yes. I think they get the commission on a Friday <laughs> and then over the weekend they what, they go to the cinema and then on the Monday they're like, well, I know what I'm doing. What year do you think that film came out? 
92, I'm going to say. Am I going to Google it? You Google. I'm going to say it's 92. 92. Because I think the book was like late 80s. Ooh, 1990. Oh, that was close. Yeah. Um, so they so definitely would have, yeah, definitely would have seen it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so it's on purpose. I think it's a dead animal in Misery as well. I don't think so. I don't think no. so. But there's a, the ankle thing. Yes. Oh yeah, she's got a sore ankle at the start. Yeah. Maybe that's a little callback to it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so we know now that Alicia is going to kill, uh, sorry, <laughs> Marta is going to kill Alicia. That'd be a key change, wouldn't that it? That would be. completely. <laughs> Marta appears with a knife and then throws Alicia down into the basement, which I don't think we've mentioned yet that the house has a basement. No. Oh, well. And then locks her down there. And then next day, she serves her a meal. And it's not liverwurst. Mm -mm. And it's not pizza. It's her dead canary on a plate. What a sick bitch. So where have you been keeping the canary? In the fridge. In the interim few days. She was... She had a plan then. She's like, the canary's dead. I'll keep it just in case. Yeah, you know what? This I might, might come need, in useful. I might need a frozen bird uh, in the coming week. <laughs> so I'm going to keep I it. I mean, you never know what's going to pop up, do you? That is true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Although I think, I don't know, Marie Kondo wouldn't advise that. Does this she dead be like, canary spark joy? <laughs> you don't need it. Yeah, it's certainly not a sparking joy. <laughs> it sounds like she's a mad hoarder, so I think Marie Kondo would probably have an absolute blast in there that's true i've not seen anything to do with that i could be speaking shit you love her don't you oh, i love her i don't particularly love that tv show but i love her and i love her book i read it a few years ago yeah i was gonna say you were you were pre-craze weren't you i uh, yeah well no i mean it, the book was still pretty big at the time it's not like i was an early adopter <laughs> god no but i really like her because i used to be quite not a hoarder but like a bit of a pack rat and a lot of my family have died so i'd like inherited a lot of stuff as mm -hmm. well and it's quite hard to let go of stuff, even if it's like, you know, your granny's tea towel and you can be a bit like, I can't get rid of it, it was my granny's. And you're like, yeah, it's a fucking tea towel though, so yeah. you don't really need it. So it really changed how I thought about possessions and what things I had to keep and mm -hmm. things like that. So I think she's cool. I am going to assume I'd love her. Yeah, I no, know. I love it. I, Annie and I, Annie got really into it as well. And we con married, as they say all of our cupboards mm -hmm. and it's great and it's so easy for me to get dressed now because I open my cupboards and I know everything in there fits me and is comfortable. And you sometimes will send me a picture of how nice your uh, <laughs> drawers look. Oh my little folded sushi yeah. roll leggings and everything. That is really good yeah. I will be doing that when we get yeah. a new house. Um, so down in the basement Alicia finds her bag. Bad planning on uh, Yeah it was stupid. Yeah stupid. Um, and her ID. Convenient. Marta, what are you doing? Yeah, think about it. What would Marie Kondo say? <laughs> um, and she remembers who she is. She's Alicia Taylor. And she's got a boyfriend called Lou, who's the motorcycle guy she keeps dreaming about. And Marta is not her sister. Also, can we... What does that make you think of? A guy on a motorbike that she keeps dreaming about Sinclair is Heath. Smith. Yeah, it's dream day. This is Sinclair Smith. Oh, yeah. This is here. Sorry, that's what I meant. I meant Sinclair. Like, come on. All oh, right. I, Not, I think it reminds me of... Who's that author? Sinclair Smith. The point of our multiverse. Yeah. I actually think this book is very like Dream Date. Yeah, it is in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah, it's this kind of isolated character being uh, under threat from yeah. this sort of mysterious person who and isn't what really they seem. And not really knows what's going on mm -hmm. in reality. You're right. Mm. So... When they were kids, here's the situation. When they were kids, they were close. So they did know each other and they used to pretend to be sisters. But then they grew apart because Marta's family moved to Grimley. 
and she was put into a she mental... grimly moved. <laughs> she was put into a psychiatric hospital. But it wasn't the psychiatric hospital that I, I mistakenly went to <laughs> this week for a gynecology appointment. <laughs> Only mm. to be found wandering outside trying to find an entrance by a kindly old man who clearly thought I was in some state of distress. And I was just like, how'd you get in? <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, you're going about it the right way. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, I think you're at the wrong you're hospital. The wrong like, at least he wasn't like, I'll do you. Gynecology. <laughs> just come with me. <laughs> this we're doing it in this van now. <laughs> That's the uh, yeah. Let's not go there. Do you know, my dark. friend told me a story. This isn't going to be a traumatic story, despite how it sounds. When she was a kid, she was playing by herself in a playground, and a man came up to her and said that he had some puppies in his van. Ooh. And did she want to come and see the puppies? And she said, "Yes, I would love to come and see the puppies." And he took her to the van, and there were puppies, <laughs> and she played with them. And then left. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about right? that. Right? She started telling me the story and I was like, oh my God, we're about to have a moment where she reveals a past trauma. And then I was like, oh no. Okay. Maybe the reality was so traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, she says she thinks that the guy just had some puppies that he wanted to sell. So he was like, if I get all these kids to like go home and say to their parents that they want a puppy... Then I'll get my legs broken. <laughs> because they want... Yeah. What a stupid thing to do. Well, it do. was like in Germany in the 90s, so maybe it was different. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think it would be, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. So, the truth about these guys... Um, Marta has been in a psychiatric hospital, to use a more politically correct term than they use in the book. Mm. Um, so Alicia's downstairs, remember, still. I remember. And she hears a man upstairs. Guess who it is? I can't guess. It's the scar man. No! <laughs> Waiting in the sky. <laughs> and he's a private detective. Oh, right. Hired by Alicia's real dad to find her. So why didn't he just grab her? When he saw her... Or explain who she was. In the pizza place. Why didn't he go up and say, sorry to bother you, uh, here's your real name, I'm in touch with your dad. Why indeed? What? Or why didn't he go to the hospital and say, why did you let my daughter go home with a fucking random in a cape? Yeah. <laughs> I'm why really you... troubled by this cape. Why did you let my daughter go home with super bitch? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, really... Someone in a floor-length cape, <laughs> and you didn't think that was weird. That is making me think of that episode of Seinfeld, where his dad gets divorced and then keeps hanging around with Larry David in a cape, and they're like, "Is it Seinfeld or is it Friends?" It's Seinfeld. And it's like, "Is that man wearing a cape?" <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Anyway, um, so the private detective uh, opens the basement door to save Alicia. <laughs> And then Marta hits him on the back of her head with an iron skillet. Oh, shit. You'd be dead. Yeah. I can barely lift my cast iron skillet. You'd be fucked up. Yeah, that's a bad head wound. But he just gets over it. <laughs> it's just fine. Does he get a haircut? Um, he stops worrying. <laughs> stop worrying about it so much. <laughs> if you stop worrying, your concussion goes away. And then when you wake up and you scream because the fucking cape woman is there, we'll just let her take you. It's fine. It's fine. Stop worrying about it so much. That's amnesia too. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'd checked out by this point, but there was a whole ending scene that I didn't really get about them being in a carnival. Yeah. Why was that? Well, it was. she kept having this vision of like carnival horses yeah. throughout the book. It was kind of pointless though. It was a bit shoehorned in. So they end up at a carnival 
with Marta trying to get Alicia. Um, but then Scarface Man, who's miraculously not dead, uh, turns up <laughs> with a police officer who's also not dead. And they save her just in time. And Alicia remembers that Marta was uh, sent crazy by her parents dying. And ended up in the, Alicia ended up in the hospital because Marta was sat in the back of her car. And Marta attacked her. And then someone find Alicia wandering by the side of the road. Right. So there's no real reason she lost her memory at all, really. Mm, no, not really. <laughs> so, so that the whole book could happen is the only reason. So the central conceit of the book doesn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then her photojournalist dad shows up and her boyfriend shows up too. And Marta gets cut off to a psychiatric hospital again. And isn't it fine then that a young woman who's so mentally ill that she's done all this. The medical malpractice is going to be brushed over. Mm-hmm. Scarface Man is a head made of metal because he didn't get massively brain mm-hmm. injured by this. And her dad, who's fucking awful, just gets to take her home. I know. None of it's very satisfying, to be honest. And with like, me. what he didn't dead. inform the police that she was missing. There was no connection made between his kid that was missing and this mysterious woman with amnesia who turned up in the hospital, nobody made that connection. Everyone's incompetent. Yeah. And poor Canary's dead. I know that Canary didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, I find it all just a, just unusual. Unusual. I quite liked it. I feel like this is another book where the characters, like The Mummy, the characters were originally conceived of as older and they've been sort of aged down because a lot of the stuff you're like that wouldn't happen to someone that age they wouldn't not let you have the curtains open yeah it doesn't really explain why she's like that either no i feel like they both were much older because it makes sense why you might let someone older someone like maybe in their 30s or 40s go home with someone Mm. or even like an elderly person you would let them go home with someone who claimed to be their sister or family member you'd still have to show proof yeah you would you're right (laughs) you would i don't even know why i'm saying that you still would have to but you definitely wouldn't if they were under 18 yeah that's a good point it also reminded me of ways we have always lived in the castle the shirley jackson book Mm -hmm. um, which has got a similar sort of crime element Mm -hmm. to it as well and that scary sister relationship and not really knowing what's going on Mm. um and a little bit of gaslighting as well um 90s things video store oh yeah i just think it was a blockbuster (laughs) it seems like it was the blockbuster Mm -hmm. to me um and just the guy working in there being called mark felt really nice as well why (laughs) people are called mark i don't know just mark like uh, maybe it's the room i'm thinking of oh yeah hey mark hey mark (laughs) hi mark I did not hit her. I did not. Hey, I Mark. did not. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Mark, it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, Mark is a Bible name, hmm. but it doesn't feel an old, like an old name. No. Do you know I know someone who oh, called Luke. their kid Beelzebub? Not Beelzebub, sorry. No, the other one. <laughs> not Beelzebub. Oh, disappointed. Um, what's the bouncy one from? Taker. Magic Roundabout. <laughs> The other bouncy one. Zebedee. Oh. Because that's a name in the Bible. Is it? Yeah, but like so is Beelzebub. You can't just take any name from the Bible no. and give it to your child. Yeah. Wow. Zebedee. A human child. That's a difficult 
one to have, isn't it? It's terrible. It's a lot of weight on a child's shoulders. <laughs> I've just been reading the Bible. It's got some good names in it. Why that... have you just been reading the Bible? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> for fun. I mean, I that's what I do. I know. Well, it was for a book, for a novel, but it's quite interesting. Well, I'm only on. <laughs> I was going to say that Genesis. Page 12. The start, yeah, basically on page 12. Yeah, I'm very near the start. I remember, do you know the actress Kush Jumbo that's in um, The Good Wife? No. She's very good. Um, she's very good in The Good Wife. Um, and she gets asked if Kush Jumbo is her real name. And she's like, yeah, why would I change it to Kush Jumbo? <laughs> but apparently Kush is from the Bible. Oh, really? C-U-S-H. Isn't that a type yeah. of weed? Oh, yeah, with a K, yeah. yeah. Oh, but this is with a C. With a C, apparently it's from the Bible. Okay. It's a king. Ah. Anyway. King Kush. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any fashion? Not that I noticed. Not, no, neither. Apart from the cape, obviously. Obviously. That's not real 90s. Why is she, it does not even explain <laughs> why is she wearing the cape? Yeah, you're not why doing. Why has she got a full length cape If on? you're doing undercover as a normal teenager, you're not doing it very well. No. Um, do we have a too stupid to live heroine? No, I don't think she's stupid. No, and I, that's why I liked this book. Because it's the reason you liked the last one, mm. despite it being shit. Uh, she's proactive. <laughs> she doesn't stay I'm in the house. I'm going to say the fever is better than this. No, I completely disagree. Yes, I, completely I agree disagree. with myself. <laughs> <laughs> she goes out and she gets it. She sorts out her own situation a little bit. I mean, she's she's a little bit dumb. She's amnesiac. She doesn't see the ankle thing. And also, even though it's so obvious that she's not her sister, she doesn't sound the alarm. She, for anyone well she's being gaslighted well that's, that's true I know I like her she goes out and gets pizza when she wants it and buys a fucking canary for no reason I do quite like that <laughs> it's just a weirdo mm-hmm. uh, we don't have a sexy bad boy sociopath no the guy's obviously into her but Star- she's like no <laughs> turns out to be quite a nice man yeah. although a terrible private detective mm. that's definitely the girl I'm looking for but I'll probably just leave it a few days she's and go and fine. get her from the place where she's probably being tortured and raped and murdered but I'll just give it a few days don't worry about it get a haircut get a haircut death toll is um, I suppose canary canary and her parents oh yeah because they were dead mm-hmm. um not really any queer subtext because that would be weird. No, I don't think there is. No, it's very straight. Mm-hmm. Especially with the curtains and the furniture. It's just not very sort of sexual at all. There's no. not really a sexual element of any gender combination. Even Mark being thrown in there as a kind of love interest is a bit of a an add-on. Yeah. There's no need for it. You don't feel like she fancies in particular or anything. No, you're just there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> True of so many Which men. is enough a lot of the time, but uh, is it good? I liked it. I thought it was good. It felt um, it felt like a sort of 90s TV thriller. Hmm. Do you know, like, it would be on a Sunday afternoon yeah. with some sort of, like, B-list actors in it. It is very camp mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and I was totally into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like a single it... white female rip-off type thing. Yes. I'll give it a four. Oh, that's generous. No. Three. You gave The Fever a four. Yeah, well, then let's go 3.5. No. You... Damn. I don't feel like you understand the concept of a compromise. <laughs> compromise is not make the other person agree with you. Compromise is that you agree in the middle. On the thing that I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give it a three and a half. Okay. Uh, is it good, bad? Yeah, I mean, it did have some funny bits. It did have some funny I'm gonna bits. I'm going to say two for good, bad, or three. Yeah, I'm going to say two because it's not bad enough to be good, bad. No. I think it's just good. Mm-hmm. Um... 
Okay, good. So we've enjoyed that. I think so. I think it was good fun. Yeah, I would recommend it. Over the fever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were some... Uh, maybe it should have more good bad. She is wearing a cape. <laughs> She's wearing a floor-length cape. I really like the weirdness of all of it, though. Yeah, I really like the spooky hospital at the start, although it's sort of irrelevant to the plot. Yeah. But it was good, the way that, like... Everyone's so weird at the hospital. Get your hair cut. <laughs> it's so surreal. You're like, that? why is the hospital so creepy? I think the surreal nature was what I liked. Yeah. Of the whole thing, really. Mm-hmm. Like in Dead Canary situation. I think the way that this one sort of plays with reality, I wish the fever had done that a bit more. Yeah, like, I agree. Had been, like, I wish the fever had been more fevery. Yeah. You know? Not just her being hot and whingy. Yeah, like if she actually sort of hallucinated things, it mm. would be better. So what are we doing next time, Kirsty? Let me tell you. I've forgotten. Oh, The Watcher. That's <laughs> what we're doing. Lyle Lipke. I'm going to guess that's how you say it. Yeah. Lyle Lyle. 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 Sorry if that's Lyle? <laughs> no idea how <laughs> the fuck know. I'm supposed to say that, but um, I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Where can people get us, Kirsty? They can get us on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod and on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore. And what do they do if they want to become a friend of the podcast? Then you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and you can give us uh, a little bit of money or you can give us the price of, say, a coffee or mm-hmm. a half pint uh, every month. And for a five a half pint. You won't half get a pint to share. <laughs> you won't get a full pint for if five dollars. If you met me and Heather in the street and you said, I like you enough to get you a half pint for you to share. <laughs> if you're feeling that specifically generous, um, five dollars a month gets you an extra podcast every month um, and a little thank you from us. Um, and it's a lot of us talking shit about Christopher Pike. Uh, yeah. Or Goosebumps, which is also very good. Yeah. Or a. Uh... What's the other series? Oh, Nicholas Pine. <laughs> Nicholas Pine. Yeah, Nicola. <laughs> the hedgehog, yeah. Doing it again. <laughs> um, but if not, we'll see you next time for The Watcher. Bye. Bye. Bye.